1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Teams were doing a good job of playing too high and taking some things away that we were doing well early the season. Thought we ran the ball more and put more effort into the run game. And then I missed a few throws early on in the season or the middle of the season, late in the season that could have changed the narrative about this whole thing. So just getting back to to what we know, how we can play, and that's that's about it.
3: Bill's quarterback Josh Allen. Hmm. Just reading a Mike Florio piece. Will the Bills make a coaching change? Doesn't seem so. There's a press conference at 11 o'clock this morning with head coach Sean McDermott
2: Yeah, and Brandon Bean at 12. Belichick did have an end-of-season press conference, though, and they got fired, right? He left. Yeah, Um, yeah, he's not getting fired.
3: Travis Kelsey is six catches away from tying Jerry Rice's all-time NFL
2: postseason record. Hmm. Six? Six catches away. For receptions in the postseason? Yep. I saw yesterday if I can make anyone feel a little bit better uh in any way about Patrick Mahomes continuing to, you know, exist in playoffs over and over. Uh I saw yesterday that Patrick Mahomes now has more career playoff victories than Aaron Rodgers does. That's good. Mhm. Is everybody ready if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl for
3: people to say that no one believed in them and how they were underdogs they were counted out again? Are you ready
2: for it? Well, we just need some mayor somewhere is going to say that, you know.
3: I watched a video today of a sports anchor in Kansas City declaring that people must put respect on the name of Patrick Mahomes. Yes, the famously, consistently (laughs) disrespected Patrick Mahomes, who in his, what, sixth year as a starter is routinely referred to as one of the best of ever play. And sometimes the best of ever play. Sometimes. Yeah. People need to start respecting this
2: guy. Yeah. All right, dude. Cool. Good times. The only le- respect left to give him is that he's better than Tom Brady. That's it, right? Yeah. And he's got to get there on Super Bowls, but maybe he will. If they will, well, if they win this year with this team, this version of the Chiefs, I'm gonna feel like he is gonna catch Brady. Yeah.
3: 803 eight
2: eight eight five fifty two five fifty. The last caller was. Talking about a lot about hero ball before the break, before the top of the hour, and Allen, and like we need someone to tell Allen not to play hero ball. This is one play specific, but I've been watching on the all twenty-two repeatedly the final play of the game before third, before the kick, before the kick, third and nine. I think you see multiple, multiple indications that Josh Allen has been told or has it in his head that field goals are right here. Field goals not bad here. When he takes the snap, he has got Khalil Shakir open seven yards for a stick route that they've they've hit a million times in the last couple weeks. Just You take the ball, you take two steps back, and you pop it right there because the guy ran forward and stopped. Seven yards. Would have got you to fourth and two. Didn't want it. Dalton Kincaid, as he's scrambling to the right. Actually, where Allen's eyes were originally, by the way, were digs. 20 yards down the field for the first down near the end zone. Then Allen scrambles to the right. He's staring at Dalton Kincaid, who was open for six yards. Would have got you to fourth and three. Doesn't take it. Continues to roll right. His eyes are in the end zone. Then, Josh Allen, who is the guy I said after the Dolphins-Chiefs game, he would never do what Tua did there on fourth down, like checking and the throw, ball down. Throw it like, away. No, he will always exhaust all options, right? That's Allen. What does he do on third and nine for his final pass of the season? Throws it, throws it out of play. He throws it out of bounds. He, he has it in his head that field goal is okay there. That's three indications. He passed on seven yards for Shakir. That would have got them to fourth and manageable. He passed on Kincaid. That would have got them to fourth and manageable. He throws it out of bounds rather than forcing something. Third and nine... You're about to kick a field goal and give the ball back to the Chiefs. I want him to force something You're still there. playing to win the game. Right. I don't care if he throws an interception there. You That ball's got to be near somebody because you're probably losing the football game if you throw it away. Versus, I don't know, Hardy is in the area, Diggs is very well covered, but he is still in bounds. Try to force it. That's one spot where I wish he played hero ball, Yeah, and he didn't. And they, and they kicked, and even had they made it, they probably would have lost. Right, your,
3: your last play of your season, and you are Josh Allen, you're saying, like, basically, if there was ever a time to try and make one last ditch to get a first down, yes, to get a touchdown, do it. That's the spot and to he do it. And threw it away. You know, there's something to that where I told you, McDermott's tone after the loss was like they just lost a Week 5 game. Uh, We'll grow from it. We'll learn. And Allen said yesterday, kind of weird, doesn't feel like they're out of it. You know, like hasn't really processed that the season's over, right? Not that really tied those two things together, but just, you know, what I thought about. Yeah. I want to give you the numbers because every once in a while I have to tell somebody there are three games here. Patrick Mahomes against the Bills in the playoffs. This is the percentile he has played at from a – Expected points added per play. Three times. Not just this game. This game, Mm -hmm. guys, too many injuries. You got holes in the boat. You got A.J. Klein, blah, blah, blah. Okay. He played at the 96th percentile on Sunday. In the 13 seconds game, he played at the 93rd percentile. Mm -hmm. And in 2020, the AFC Championship game, he played at the 96th. There's more on all that, though. The way to do this is MVPs in the league. Average 0.3 EPA per play. Mm. You're the MVP of the league. You go 0.3. Mahomes in three games against the Bills has been 0.57, 0.51, 0.57. Above MVP levels. He almost doubles MVP levels against the Bills. Yeah. Superhuman. Right. Levels. Superhuman. Josh against the Chiefs 2020, not good at all. 13 seconds game, 93rd percentile. Great, just like Mahomes, yep. toe-to-toe. This game this past Sunday, 75th percentile. Pretty good. MVP level, like a .27. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the fancy stat numbers. Here are some that speak to me a little bit more. and We went over these earlier in the show, and I just want to get these to you because if you're thinking, well, McDermott, you can't really put it on him. The injuries are too much. And that might be right about this game. But in their last four elimination games, that's Chiefs three times, Bengals once. Four games. They have forced six punts. (laughs) That's so bad. It's so bad. And they have one turnover. It was a goal line fumble on Sunday. It was their first turnover. Six punts. 16 touchdowns, eight field goals, six punts in their last four elimination games. And it's not all about injuries. So... I've never really thought the can't win the big one because sometimes mm-hmm. we're talking about how he gets nervous and does he make the right fork down call. What you have here is four elimination games where when you go up against the big boys, your quarterback, we all think he is one of the big boys and he's pretty routinely putting on a show, mm-hmm. and your defense cannot do a thing to help him. Not at all. So those numbers are... For the defensive-minded coach. Yep. Yeah. In three games against Patrick Mahomes in the postseason, they have not sacked him a single time, and they have not turned him over
2: one time. It's incredible. And they invested all of that into the defensive line. It's a
3: little little bit like when Ken Dorsey said, the number one thing we got to do is become a yak team, and they went from 32nd to 31st. Yeah. (laughs) The Bills draft defensive ends to to get to Patrick Mahomes, and they get to him in the playoffs, and they don't sack him. Right. They don't even touch him. And they've got some good players back there. It still doesn't matter. Yeah, Steven in Florida, good morning, Steven.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) I've been thinking about this game Sunday, listening to the comments from Chris Brown and uh, from Sal, especially you guys, and Mike and the Bulldog last night. So here's what I want to say. You know, you look at this game, and you can't beat a team the caliber of – Mahomes and the Casey chiefs when only half the team shows half of the team does
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com. We make getting custom window treatments, a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. And show
4: up. And the other half of the team has a scheme where. They're not able to execute effectively. Now, here's what I mean, and this has been brought out, okay, all week Sal was talking about his concern was with the defense, with the injuries, that Mahomes was going to pick apart the secondary in the middle. All right, that partly held true, yes. But where was the line? They weren't injured. They didn't show up. Like Chris Wood, uh, Chris uh, Brown and Eric Woods were saying during the game, uh, Mahomes is sitting in a lawn chair. They didn't touch him. They didn't put pressure on him. They didn't sack him. So he was able to do what he did. They opened up the holes in the line where Pacheco was able to run on them, and they got chunks, and yes, then Kelsey and Rice. So the defense, it's, it's really shameful that they played the way they did. Now, with the offense, I have to say this. I love Josh Allen, but I think back to the 70s. We agonized through the O.J. years. That team became the O.J. team. It was shallow. Yeah, he was the greatest you know, running back in the league, but it was all built on O.J. Simpson, and that's why the Miami Dolphins owned us back then. This has become the Josh Allen show. Not t- taking away anything from Josh, but this team, the KC Chiefs, with their caliber, they exposed the fact that, Buffalo is a shallow team on offense. Where was Dalton Kincaid? Where was Dawson Knox? Where was Diggs? Yeah, Shakir got that touchdown. But still, Josh Allen scored two running touchdowns and then the the throw for the TD. This has become the Josh Allen show, and you guys have brought this out. They've really got a very shallow receiving core. They need to do something about that. But the thing is is that when you build a team around one man, one man does not a team make. And it shows when they play a team with the caliber of the KC Chiefs because in the offseason, the Bills get beat, beat. And I want to say one other thing. I got a text from a friend of mine yesterday morning saying, well, maybe next year. Sean McDermott, you guys played the press conference. And shame on Sean McDermott because instead of manning up and saying we didn't show up defensively, even with the uh, injuries, and offensively, we did not do what we should have done. Look at the last the last run where people are blaming Tyler Bass. I don't. That wasn't like uh, um, Norwood in the Super Bowl against the Giants. Because the thing is, is that why instead of going for a field goal and a tie – Why didn't they go for the
3: win? That's a good question and something I hope he gets asked today. I would have gone for fourth and nine. And I wonder if he would have gone for fourth and four or fourth and two or fourth and seven. I would have gone for fourth and nine. And I would have, you know, I know you're not the coach. You're not paid. You know, your livelihood, blah, blah, blah. He's safe. He knows he's safe. Right. He's not going to get fired off that. It would have been just, hey, if I give that guy the ball, with a minute 40 and only needing a field goal, and he's got nothing to lose because they're not losing. I can't Mm -hmm. win the game unless I get the ball back, and we'd had trouble stopping him the whole game. So I felt like a 44-yard field goal was tough enough as it is, and if we stop him, then we're in overtime. I didn't like the math. I needed to get a first down to, at worst, get a field goal later on so that, okay, I'm at least guaranteeing overtime, not giving him this extra possession, and at best, getting my touchdown. I mean, it kind of got lost in the shuffle there because the game ended so quickly, but yeah, as soon as Bass came out, I felt like you could leave. This game's going to end, even if you made it. Like, I, the whole stuff about, like, oh, it's wide right again, like, pfft, I'm, not, I, I'm not even thinking about
2: Tyler right. Bass. Right, right. We, we were getting nickname ideas for the game yesterday that had to do with Bass, and I was like, that kick doesn't – the kick just, pro- almost – most scenarios, that kick was not going to matter to yeah. the outcome of that game. Yeah, i just not even thinking about it. Like, Tyler Bass,
3: if he plays here for five more years and leaves – like what was his lowest moment? I won't even remember this kick that <laughs> missed. Thanks, Stephen. Eight zero three zero five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty two. Mike in Lancaster, go back to Mike. Hey, Mike.
5: Hi. Uh, thanks very much for taking my call. I just wanted to say that you know we the Bills lost by three points, just three points. I think we wouldn't even be having the conversation that we're having today. If there wasn't, uh, if Diggs didn't drop that ball, and Cook didn't drop that ball going into the end zone, and the Shapir, I think he's a great receiver. It's just the ball just didn't get to him. Um, I think we would have won the game, and I don't think that we would be putting. We really shouldn't have put um, our kicker into that position, where you know he either made it or he didn't make it. So, mm-hmm. like I say, I think Josh is a great quarterback. He he runs. He does anything he can do to try to help that team win. So, I just, you know, I think the offense uh, is a really good offense. The defense has been playing all year without, like, uh, Milano, um,
3: but at- John Miller. Pardon me? Thanks to Mike, we're gonna a break in here. But everybody has injuries. Everybody has injuries. Teams play without players. You got to deal with it. You got to find a way. Other than your quarterback getting hurt, you got to deal with it. I and mean, it stinks, but you have to find a way. And to like, I don't want to, I don't get too bogged down in. Well, if Diggs had caught this ball, are we only doing that with Diggs? Because should we do it with Mecole Hardman, too? If Mecole Hardman doesn't fumble into the end zone, what's the final score? The Chiefs are up 11 in the fourth quarter. That was one of three stops. Or, sorry, that stop was led to one of three possessions the Bills had in the fourth, and they scored zero points on those three possessions. If I had told you, let's, let's, let's play the game. What if I told you? What if I told you Josh Allen was going to get three cracks at taking the lead in the fourth quarter on the Chiefs? And they went over 3. What would you say? You would take it. Oh, you would take the three cracks. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get three chances to take the lead on the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. You'd say, yes, 100%. Love it. And if I told you they didn't get any of them, what would you say? How? How? One of them, they went run, run, pass, fake punt. (laughs) Tamar Hamlin got a carry. Yeah. The first run was Allen for a good chunk, and then it was back to James Cook, who couldn't do anything in the fourth quarter. Listen, you want to like, tell me the game plan worked? Run, run, pass, punt, man. Like 12 carries for Allen. Your your entire identity as an offense was like, we got to make sure Josh is not doing too much. And then it was so clear, like five weeks into the season, if he doesn't do everything, you're screwed. I'm so glad to see so many people on the, you know, the the Bills receiver train. I'm so glad to see you all here. I've been saying it's three years. I actually searched my own hashtag, which is future Bills wide receivers. Mm. I have one from 2020, C.D. Lamb's draft year. I wanted a guy on this team. Then I think they traded for Diggs that year, right? 2020 is the first year. He's yes. Here. Yeah. Okay, they trade for Diggs. But man, I'm so glad everybody's here. It has been. It's a, it's a strong statement, but it's it all came home. It all it all came to pass. Organizational negligence at the position. When you have Josh Allen, you're so bad around him that you go into a game acting like you're such an underdog you got to pray to kill the game. You're so far behind on this Allen stuff, on getting him weapons. James Cook, think of him like a receiver. No! <laughs> Dalton K- Kincaid, think of him as a receiver. No! Just take two guys. I'd rather you take one of these receivers and tell me to think of him like a tight end. All right. (laughs) All right. Think of this guy like a running back. Okay, great. Yeah. Whatever. What? What's is he wearing? A number in the teens or the eighties? Because that's what you need. You need a number in the teens. Need
2: somebody wearing. Although running backs can wear numbers in the teens now too, so Uh, mixes that up. Whatever. Nan. Mikko Hardman fumbled at the one.
3: It's the first turnover the Bills have ever forced against the Chiefs in the postseason. It was a gift. A gift. They're going to change the rule.
2: That's out there Yeah, now. yeah The NFL's going to change and the Chiefs, rule. you got to have a rule yeah. change every time the Bills and Chiefs Next play in Next year playoffs. when that
3: happens, you won't yeah. even get the turnover and you'll lose by
2: double digits. Yeah.
3: They were about to be down 11 in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah. Right. If you want to play the what-if game, okay, What? Oh, we're not having this conversation if Diggs makes the catch, right? We're not having this conversation – Or we still are having the conversation if Meikle Hardman gets in or doesn't fumble or they just call him down at the one-yard line or the ball fumbles out of bounds at the one. I mean, they decided to play a game that had that little margin for error. And if your thought is, well, that's what they had to do, well, then that's their fault because they have a roster offensively that had one injury – and oh, we have to play that way. We can't play this Chiefs team like we used to, offensively. We don't have the we don't have the people to be able to do it. That's their fault. Eight oh
3: three oh five fifty. Thanks, Mike, for the phone call. We're finally here. We made it. They're gonna do it. Mel Kuyper's first mock draft is out. He has the Bills taking a Wide receiver. At, All right, Adney Mitchell, Texas. You like does him? Not get added to the list. Six four, fluid. Read a little bit about him. We'll see what Matt Harmon has to say about him and what Joe Marino, of the Locked On Bills podcast, Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. We switch our you know focus to receivers and safeties and defensive linemen as the draft and free agency. Free agency. We're going to be another one of those. Don't expect much. There's not a lot of cap room. I had a buddy say, like, what about Michael Pittman? You get know Michael Pittman mm-hmm. Jr. Spotrac puts his projected value at almost twenty three million dollars. That's going to be a no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's great, but that's it's going to be a no. All right. Thanks for the calls. You know, whatever. We're 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 kicking it. We're we're killing it. We're we're invested. Day we're, two. Day two. We're going <laughs> to hear from. He's going to hear from Sean McDermott coming up at eleven o'clock. We'll carry that live. Brandon Bean at twelve as well on WGR. <sighs>